Hi, I'm Gemma. And I'm Rachel. And this is Modern Soul Speaks, a podcast for the spiritually inclined and curious. We hope to create a community for soul seekers who want to take control of their spiritual health and holistic well-being. Each week, we introduce you to new concepts, techniques and modalities to help all of us become conscious co-creators to live our best and most magical lives. So to start, I'm basically going to spend a few sessions talking about intuition and this time we're going to focus on the senses and how significant and important they are when you're working with your intuition. I'm really excited about this topic, really excited. Brilliant, good news. So I've been doing intuition classes with a company called She's Lost Control for the last six months. God. Yeah, that's gone really (laughs) quickly. And there's been a few things that always come up with those who attend and um, I want to start with those because I think that's what most people consider when they think they don't have intuition or they can't access their intuition when in fact they can, it's just they're misunderstanding the messages. And the first thing is that is basically they think they don't get any messages from their intuition and the fact is they're not realising that the messages are coming in a form that they're not used to and it's using a sense, one of their senses that they wouldn't expect to be used. So prime example, you may get an intuitive message from like chills running through the body. Some people when their eyes are closed, they see lights. Yeah. And that's because they've asked their intuition a question and then they're getting lights as energy back and for those people they need to decide what the colour is and what that colour means to them. What about shapes Gemma? Because I don't see lights and when I'm meditating and stuff like that I never see lights and people always say oh you know you'll see like violet light or white light. I wish I saw that, I don't. What I do see though is sort of flashes of a shape and I can't make it out, it's just like the wind or something. Is that, but in darkness, is that still an intuitive thing or is that just my eyes getting used to the darkness? That's brilliant. Do you feel it's intuitive? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, you're putting two and two together and if you're telling me that, that's your intuition saying. Okay, does that's good to know. Yeah, okay. So when we all start to think, oh, I've had this message, is that my intuition? The answer's always yes. Wow. Okay, that's powerful. Yeah, it's always yes, because why have you had that thought? Yeah, okay. That's also your intuition trying to come through. Uh, Then for you personally, it would be what does that shape mean? Okay. That's a bit more complicated. If if you feel that's not relevant and it's not about the shape, it's the feeling you're getting at that moment in time or literally the timing, what's going on in your life at that moment. Okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah. it's quite complicated at the beginning, but as soon as you get used to understanding how your messages work, you would go, how do I, you literally ask my intuition, what am I feeling right now? Okay. So it's putting those two and two together. That's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, Other ones, uh, some people that they're asking their intuition a question, they are expecting an answer and where I'm going with this is a lot of people expect that answer to be a vision. Yeah, like yeah. literally visuals in front of you or visuals in your mind's eye. Yes. Um, in the classes, I talk about uh, the sixth sense. And this is the spoiler, so apologies, guys, if you've never seen the sixth sense, <laughs> of Bruce Willis actually not being there. He's passed away. 
apologies again if that, people haven't seen that. I yeah. think everyone in our community, so. if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure that you've seen or heard of The Sixth Sense and you must know the spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. I was, <laughs> I was one of the people who originally didn't know and someone told me, so I know it was annoying. <laughs> but yeah, so TV and film make us feel like we're meant to see things physically in front of us. I don't think I've ever spoken. I mean, yes, supposedly there are ghosts and they will be things in front of us. I personally have never seen something outside me. I do see ghosts, but I haven't seen visions or intuition work that way. Okay. I'm sure other people and do contact us on our Instagram, Modern Soul Speaks, if you do, because we'd be so interested. But yeah, so a lot of people there don't ask their intuition a question and they may get a memory recall. They may think of something in their past. Yes. Yeah. And what would that mean? That's the brain using the cortex information you have. Yeah to answer the question so again it's like you've got to be in that situation to understand what's going on but if if you were asking your intuition um i need guidance on such and such and you you're brought up your brain brings out a memory of a certain person it could be something like that's the person who can help you with that oh brilliant okay yep yeah so it brings out the information you've already got to progress that further for you so whatever you've got i mean you said to me recently that um, a coach you're working with has suggested that you increase your word knowledge. Yes. So that your brain, when it's working with its intuition, can give you more, I mean, you say it better than me, more information. Yeah, it's about having the vocab. And I mean, my vocab's not great anyway, I must say. Um, and when I was working with this coach, she did say, um, look, you know, if you want to start getting messages, you need to start learning more words and open up your vocabulary because the messaging that you're getting from whatever source that may be won't necessarily be in the language that you use. Um, it could be in, you know, a, an older style of speech or something like that um, or a different type of vocab. So you need to expand your vocabulary um, and have that sort of in your tool belt. Um, I think almost just general embrace experiences, isn't it? The more experiences you have, the more your intuition and your mind and your body can bring in those feelings when it needs to communicate something to you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you say that, that reminds me of personally, I've, so I work my intuition pretty much every day and there are points when I've asked my intuition a question and I, I will show you guys over time how I connect personally but if I am getting a message and the energy is there, to I feel the energy that there's an answer, it feels like this busyness in my head if I can't comprehend the answer. Right. Does that make sense? It's almost like a fresh, it feels like a frustrated toddler yeah. trying to communicate, but it doesn't have the ability. So it's obviously something in my periphery, my knowledge isn't there. And in, in theory, the intuition is a greater knowing, so it's going to know more than me anyway. And it's like, you should go, you don't know what you need to know for me to, <laughs> to ask this question. And so you can't express it. Like, you can't because express it. there's no words to express it, or there's no output to express that particular type of communication. Exactly. Okay. And I think I've told you in the past that I've, And it's worked quite well. I've done it quite a few times where I'm like, okay, intuition, spell it out for me. And I will, like, I will literally start spelling things out. And that's cool. Very cool. And 
sometimes again I look down and it's like that makes no sense but if I google it it's a foreign word amazing yeah it's been a foreign word and once it was the like modern translation to an ancient Egyptian word or something like that (laughs) I just find that so cool blew my mind and it was so profound and on point for whatever that question was at that point yeah so um yeah so straight away we're talking about all different ways where the body tries to communicate intuition and we it's so it's not just visuals in front of us the other one go on I was just gonna say the other day do you remember we were having a conversation and you said to me oh I had an intuitive message this morning it's time to reach out to so and so um and I was just like okay cool that's great and did you have that wasn't that something that you have when you're brushing your teeth or you're in the shower or something like that and it just came to you and yeah and you said right today's the day we need to do that my intuition just told me we need to do that like what can you talk about that so do you personally have, and sorry, I'm sure we're coming, we'll come on to all of this, but do you personally have a particular time where your intuition just shows up or do you, do you connect with your intuition sort of on a kind of conscious, okay, I'm connecting to my intuition. Does it just come to you with stuff um, or yeah, are you asking yeah. it? So when I, I've always been intuitive. I was intuitive as a very young child and I used to just say things out loud. Um, they were foresights, so then they would happen and they'd be on the news or something. And that was really good for my family because it helped them understand what was going on. And yeah. it was good reinforcement and that therefore I had the support around me of people who believed I was doing this. Um, there's never a time and day where I feel the messages are coming through. Like you're saying, like, is it is there like an open gate at a certain time? I would say at that point, when I was new new to the world, it was almost in my sleep. Yeah. That was when I was getting messages. And I would presume, with the knowledge I've got now, that's because I was in a... Well, children are in a very low brainwave state anyway, so that's why they're more perceptive to intuition. Yeah. And I would have been in an even lower state when I was sleeping. Now, though, I deliberately, consciously, every day, tap in. And to me... Basically, I, and guys, like I will show you this technique in the future, but I drop my attention to my heart and yeah. I ask my heart questions. And it is a lot easier than that sounds. Um, it's just a process you've got to learn and it's you've got to be relaxed. And I think okay. in the modern world, <clears throat> that's a lot of people's main hindrance. Um, the other one that we both know is a theta healing technique where you project your conscious mind up into the universe. And you're basically taking your awareness out of your body and I mean, you'll know, Rachel, it it just allows more information through when you're not in your own body. Absolutely. Anyway, or in your own mind. Because again, going to the heart, it's taking it out of the busy mind. Um, and I've always done my practice of connecting to my intuition in the morning. That's only really because that's when I've got the time to do it. <laughs> you know, there's no like, this is, well, I don't know a lot about this, but I know in kundalini yoga and i bet other spiritual teachings four o'clock in the morning is deemed a very very spiritual time okay so back on topic so the first thing i want to focus on is the fact that be aware it can come through on any of your senses it's not just going to be necessarily that you're going to see things if you do fab because you'll get so much information but be aware you could be um, chills are a good one, feeling chills. And um, there's so many different things. 
the other and what I find that people get the most is knowings or instincts okay and to the point where a lot of people would be like is it that easy and really is that your intuition these knowing so it's you're doing something um, and you just know what the right decision is yeah 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 and that's come from gut instinct which is our like our primal uh, no, of fight or flight, what's safe, what isn't safe. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rachel, I'm going to ask you to do a really easy little task. Okay. I love these. Yep. Yeah. And anyone listening, try and do the same thing. So, I'm going to get you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to focus on your breath for a second. Okay. Yeah. And this is so, we're sort of, again, we're taking the busyness out of the mind, bring our awareness down to the breath, try and increase that breath. And then I want you to think of a safe place. Does it have to be a physical place? Or can it be a place that I go to, like, a connected place? Love that. Go there. That's fine. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, I'm there. And how do you feel physically thinking about that? Expanded. Really expanded, airy, light. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't feel kind of grounded or earthed. I feel in my safe and happy space, which is, yeah, it's quite expanded. Brilliant. It's an expanded energy. I can't really explain it in any other way. Which is interesting in its sense because, yeah, you are in a safe place and therefore you feel you can expand your energy. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite to unsafe, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's so true. Yeah, so go back there again. Focus on your breath. So forget about that place. Okay. Just focus back on the breath. And I want you now to think of the opposite. Think of somewhere that feels a bit unsafe. See, I immediately go somewhere physical for the unsafe place. That's interesting. And what does that feel like? Just the idea of that place. If it's somewhere really horrible, don't stay there long. Just. Do you know where it is? So it's actually around the back of the O2, which is the scariest place I've ever been. Late at night, if you go around the back of the O2, it's so bizarre. It's like completely different to how it is in the daytime. And that is the thing that really struck me just now is probably my most recent physical scary place. That's so funny. It's when I was jogging around the back of the O2 at 11 o'clock at night. And it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. That's my physical, like, physically unsafe place. So straight away you went somewhere physical. I went somewhere physical, yeah. Okay, and in your body, what did that feel like? It just reminded me of how I felt when I was there, which was just, like, that fear and that kind of apprehension and not knowing that, well, knowing that nobody knew where I was just in case something bad did happen. And it's always that, that, it's that concern, isn't it, that something bad could happen. Cool. Okay, so forget that one again. Take yeah. that memory away. Okay. Go back to breathing. Close your eyes again. This is a little easier one. So think of something you really like to eat, you enjoy eating. Okay, I'm there. Okay, we're just going to contrast straight away. So now think of something you'd never eat. Don't go weird. <laughs> <laughs> and feel the body change between the two. Yeah, it feels far more contracted and just a bit yuck. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you're really feeling like you sound like yeah. you go from expansive yes. to contracting. Yes. So that straight away is the instinct, it's the gut instinct of a, I'm safe, I'm not safe. Yeah. Yeah. That makes and, sense. Yeah, and it's pretty much we've all got it. If you feel you don't have it, it's because well, I'm guessing a lot of us are as children given mixed signals. We think something safe is not. Or we've been told as children not to trust our intuition. Uh, maybe our family have a certain religious belief or something where, you know, it's just not the done thing. Or you've been brought up in a situation where you feel you can't access your intuition. So uh, the common example for that would be maybe religious background um, where it's believed maybe to be a little bit too witchy, but woo woo to work with your intuition and literally what I found and what is believed is that you can almost switch off or suppress that ability until you deliberately activate it again. And everybody can bring it back. I don't think it's something that, you know, I think everyone has the ability to work with their intuition. It's just if that's something that could have happened to you as a child, it becomes a bit of a learnt behaviour and it'll take you a bit of time, but not that long. So I shouldn't put people yeah. off. It's interesting you say that because I think people do have that with family members like if you come out with something you know as a child that's particularly you know off the wall you might have a family member that just kind of belittles it and is just like no you know what are you talking about or you're making something up um or you know you're lying or something like that and then that automatically I suppose would shut that down straight away um if you don't want to be I suppose shamed in a way yeah definitely and kids can be I mean families can be hard on each other kids can be hard I was quite lucky that behind closed doors my family were aware of what I was like what I could do I didn't do it a lot but they believe they also believed it because they saw me say something and then they saw it play out as a truth um but I would never have said any of this stuff at school yeah you just get ridiculed and embarrassed and which is interesting because most kids can be intuitive. Absolutely. So it's funny how you go to school and it's conditioned to be odd when I'm sure the kids even ridiculing probably could also do it. So yeah. It's sad because it's such a useful tool to have. And like we're just saying, we've just started by doing instincts. Yeah. The body telling us when something's a good idea and when something's a bad idea. And yet culturally it's like a no-no to acknowledge it's the thing and actually it's so helpful it is what essentially could save your life exactly so that's an easy one that I say most people are aware of a feeling of a oh this is safe or not safe yeah um the next stage from that is the knowings these are lovely it's how I'd suggest this and like if you have a different feeling Rachel do add but it's the feeling of you've got options Mm -hmm. and you just know the right option A hundred percent. I am one of those people. Yes. Yeah. And you don't need to logic it. No. It's a right brain thing. It's a, that's the option. It feels a good thing to do. And when you say it feels a good thing to do, I know this is a ridiculous question. Like it's, is it just an inherent knowing that it's the right thing to do? Or could it be that you get excited about it? Mm. Because I always think if I'm excited about something, that's where I want to go. If it's making me smile, that's where I want to go. And that for me is my biggest indicator. If it's not an inherent knowing of, yes, I have to do this. And that's what it feels like. It's like a magnet. Mm. If it's not like that, 
it's an excitable, oh my God, like I, I really feel like I have to do this because I'm excited about it. So it must be the right thing. Yeah, it's yeah. so high vibe. I mean, and over the course of this podcast, we'll go into the high vibes. We'll go into how significant they are living from that place. Life is nicer. It's easier. It's more fun. I love living from that place. Yeah. And I'm not living from that place. It's horrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's as much as left brain, right brain is needed, it's useful Sadly, the left brain, I mean, that's the culture we're in. Everything's left brain. Starting to change in our world, very much starting to change Mm -hmm. the world we're in. But um, yeah, when you are coming from more of a right brain, intuitive guidance, you just feel happier because you're up in that high vibe all the time. It's complicated because you can suggest to a left brain person, I'm doing this and they want to know why. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's no but there's no real you can't really give them an answer unless they know the knowings. Absolutely. And that makes total sense to me. When I came back, so for people that don't really know the background, I um came back from Singapore to London. Uh I was living in Singapore for a few years, um, last November, so November 2019. And everybody said, Why are you going back to London? You know, the weather's terrible, the tax is high, um, you know, what why are you going back? Um, you've got a good job here, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I was just like, you know what, I don't know why I'm going back, but inherently it feels like the right place to be. And now there's been a whole heap of stuff that's come up in my life. And I was absolutely spot on. And I was, you know, I'd say to people, I'm going back. It's where I need to be. I don't know why it makes no sense logically at all. In fact, it is completely the wrong, uh, you know, from a left brain Mm. perspective, it's completely the wrong choice. But I got here, I it was right, I knew it was right, and it's proven to be right. It'd be interesting if you hadn't. Exactly. Like, then yeah. you're not aligning to, yeah. I suppose, your, your purpose or your intuition, you know, and I think that's when we get mm. out of alignment with the universe in a way. Yeah, because I think following the knowings, following the high vibe, I must kind of feelings, if you don't, that feels the path to not I won't say depression because that's a chemical thing that people go through but it's sad it's a sadness if you're not living your purpose yeah and it's purpose in all sense because you may be like well moving isn't really my purpose but it's part of the story to get there isn't it absolutely so I was going to ask you you sound like you've already identified so we're doing another little task okay amazing love these yeah (laughs) Think of a knowing. Okay. So you may want to go back and just remember how you felt then. But for anyone listening, I would ask you to, again, close your eyes. Focus back on the breath. And the easiest way to do that is just to feel the air entering and leaving the nostrils. Okay. Yeah. And then increase that breath. So you're really slowing down the body. I've had about six coffees. This is really hard. (laughs) Okay, that should be less than one. Don't drink coffee, <laughs> then try and access your intuition. Because I've been doing this for so long, that doesn't get to me anymore. <laughs> Every time I close my eyes, I've just got You're like pinging. a pinging. Absolutely. Okay, just remember the knowing of I'm coming back from Singapore and moving to London. I've got another one as well, actually, that I'm going to use. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> all right, so, yes. Back to the focus. Join sorry. everyone else who's already focused, sorry, Rachel. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Late to the party. Okay. 
Okay, now think of something you know you want to do in your future. You just know it's going to happen. Yes. Okay, everyone. Just be aware what happens to the body. It could be smiles, could be happy. You may even feel the energy in your body change. Yeah. Yeah? Okay, so Rachel, describe how that feels. Again, for me, it's all about that expansion. And it's right. It's inherent. It's that inherent knowledge of, okay, when I think about what it is that I want to do, it's not even what it is that I want to do. It is inherently, this is what is going to happen. And I know it with my entire being. That's lovely. It's not even a gut feeling. It is like an inherent yes, that is exactly what's going to happen. And yes, you just need to take a step forward and bloody do it. So, oh, bless you. Yeah. Big stuff. Yeah. And it makes me smile. Like I I smile. It makes me excited. Um, It's an inherent knowing, but it's a happy, happy place to be in. Okay. So think of the polar opposite. What do you know you do not want in your future? So this is another compare and contrast. And what does that feel like? I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. So it's another knowing in a way. It's just not happening. Absolutely. It's an energetic minimum. I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. I'm not doing that. It's not lasting. No. If it's happening now, it's not going to be there in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the two I think most people work from. The instinctive body protection, gut instinct work. Mm -hmm. And then these more right brain energy boosts, really, we get of a knowing of a positive. And therefore... If we're trying to pick lots of, we've got lots of options, one has a heightened vibe over the others. Okay. And that's what I'm calling a knowing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So we talk about, so I'm going to talk about the clairs right now and the different clairs being the different senses we can use. This is more with um, psychic work. But I would suggest that intuition and psychics are pretty much the same thing. What we could be tapping into maybe is a bit different with psychic intuition. It could be angels, spirit guides. But potentially that's also higher self, which is potentially intuition. So I do try and teach people all at the same time so that they understand they can use pretty much the same techniques to contact any of these options. That's actually a really good point. Sorry to interrupt you. That's a really good point. Is our what is our intuition actually? Sorry, I know that's like a yeah. one hundred and one really basic question. Is our intuition our higher self? Is it our soul? Is it the universe? What is intuition? Is it guidance from you know our team, like our, what I would call mm. our spirit team, like our guardian angels? dragons if you believe that i do um you know the loved ones on the other side um you know is it all of like the elementals is it all of that stuff like what is our intuition where are we getting this stuff from yeah so before good old covid when we were all doing our normal lives i'm the nerd who at the beginning of the year signed up to spend every saturday sat in the british library trying to write a book or beginning to write a book on intuition and how to use your intuition. This is where these classes have come from. Okay. Um, COVID meant things went a bit sideways. I will get back to that book. But yeah, I was state like chapter one, what is your intuition? <laughs> and boy, is it a big subject. Yeah. Just like, yes, there are psychologists that looked into it. Um, that's why I start by talking about gut instinct because there's definitely... Uh, a fundamental part of us who who would say gut instinct is our intuition and yes. it's just 
the lessons we've learned over the thousands of years we've been on the earth of what's a good idea and what's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got that level, which definitely gets called intuition. And then I'd say we've got the more spiritual side that we would call intuition, which is you've just, you've said the same thing in two different ways. Higher self. Yeah. What was the other one you said? I said about, is it our kind of spirit team? Yeah. Is it outside of us? Is it sort of soul and higher self? So is it inherently in us and we're looking within? Or essentially, are we kind of channeling messages from, say, what I would call our spirit team? Yeah, see, I would say I would say that all intuition that we all use it in that way we're all using it for guidance it kind of doesn't matter where the information comes from in a future session I'm going to talk more about making sure you're that you should always be receiving positive information if you're not that's the left brain that's the egoic side of the brain trying to get in there and take control but that's a whole subject in itself we won't go into oh the ego yeah we'll do another one on that surely yeah Yeah. so we're so what I'm saying basically you've got the gut instincts you've got the body reaction you've got the higher self which is still the spiritual side of you or yeah like you were saying you've got spirit guides ancestors angels creator all sorts of different things they will tell you guidance they will always tell you positive useful guidance they'll say it in a different way and I find it's more important that people find the process that works and the messages that they like because some people I love angel guidance Mm -hmm. and some people just could not connect to that yeah I'm somebody that doesn't really do the whole angel connection thing yeah I like it because they come to for me it's like listening to some Shakespearean English it's very poetic oh that sounds lovely it's beautiful Um, but if they're not, if someone's not turned on to that even being an option, they're not going to get a message. So I try and approach intuition of this is all the different things you can access. Mm -hmm. And now the journey is picking the one that suits you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a lot of people, gut instinct, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can progress. I do find when you get to things like doing creator angels, you're getting bigger information and we'll, I'll explain how to get there. Did that answer the question? It does completely. Cool. Thank you. Okay, so the Claire's are deemed, like we are saying, psychic abilities, but they work perfectly with the intuition because I'm also saying it's kind of the same thing. Got it, yeah. Yeah, it's just a different phrase. Intuition as well is less intimidating than the word psychic for mainstream, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's less woo-woo. It's less woo-woo, and therefore people feel they could, where most people are like psychic. Ooh. And also... And this is a topic for the future. There is the thing of psychic protection and making sure you're not bringing in negatives. Yes. But that's a whole other thing you do not need to worry about and what I'm going to explain because we're not aiming to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But we, we should in the future talk about psychic protection and all that that involves. So the different clairs are the senses. They've just got their own particular names. Clairvoyance is the one that I would say is the sixth sense option of either seeing things in front of you, Mm -hmm. okay, but more so seeing things in the mind's eye. That's the norm. That's what people expect. Your eyes are closed and you're basically visualizing imagery. I also find, like I was saying, it's often memories because we can pinpoint together what we're trying to comprehend with what's already happened in our lives. People's eyes are shut. This doesn't happen to me. I think you suggested it happens to you. Lights and shapes yeah um the other one that i love well dreams would be under this one and symbolism so going down the road you're 
trying to understand a situation and you you just look up and it's do I don't I and you look up and the first thing you see is a traffic light that says stop right right and if you want to choose to have that as a sign or like we were saying right at the beginning of this recording if you look at that sign and it's like is that an intuitive message not to because you thought that yes it is right so it's that recall of is it intuitive as you said earlier the answer is well if you're asking that question the clue is in the question yeah yeah which is quite cool yeah that's very cool and it takes people again I do these classes it takes people oh the class is six weeks and I'd say now everyone's like yeah I get that's a yes like I get that that's my intuition going woohoo yeah there's the answer (laughs) so that's uh clairvoyance clairaudience is hearing and a fun little thing to tell you guys here like um hearing yes could be words could be noises you may hear music there could be sound there could be words in the music yeah suddenly you become aware of what's on the radio where before you were completely in your head and you weren't aware of the radio the one fact I love though and I say this to people and again guys uh send us messages on Instagram if this happens to you or happened to you now I've said it which is if you get tickling in your ears inside your ear it's not the funnest feeling it's weird but it's everywhere where I've done my teachings they say that's angels trying to communicate to you oh wow that's lovely yeah because they're and it could like I know you said angels aren't your thing so for you and currently dragons are your in thing (laughs) (laughs) and they really are I know it sounds ridiculous yes yes I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about dragons in the future guys we will be (laughs) it could be that it doesn't need to be angels. This is someone who was an angel teacher saying that. Yeah. But it's basically something on a higher level trying to communicate with us. We don't have the frequency at that point. You will get that. If you're hearing, you've got to that frequency. If you don't, you could get the tickling. Now, it's really interesting that you talk about the tickling because there are times where I have, I suffer with my ears generally. Um, and there are times where, I think I'm having like slight episodes of tinnitus. Mm. It literally lasts for about 10 seconds. But I'm actually now starting to wonder if that could be something else. Um, you know, it's like if you have a temperature change and you suddenly think, oh, what was that? Yeah. That is, I associate that with some sort of intuitive notion. But the, yeah, the tinnitus is really interesting. So you're getting a buzz? I get or a tickle. No, it's not a tickle. It's not a buzz. It's, I don't know what it is, if I'm honest, but I get something that comes into my ear and I'm going to I'm gonna start making paying attention to that. Yeah, because again, I'd say anything you could have thought of right now, you've thought of that. Yeah. So it is, again, it's like the brain's putting two and two together and going, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. So for me, the tickling is, you know when someone's really tickling you to the point you're like, seriously, stop, because mm-hmm. I'm going to almost have to start, this is not fun now. Yeah. It's that intense inside the ear yeah so it's not nice but yeah i've heard people get buzzes yeah and if you're what your experience you've just put two in together probably is it at some point um you'll probably get past it and it will be another claire that you can use yes so it's like you can see yourself vibration elevating yes okay yeah, that's quite cool that is really cool and yeah. when I talk to people who do actually have tinnitus and I sort of say you know I think I've got tinnitus and you know it only lasts for like 10 seconds they're just like yeah that's not tinnitus like <laughs> they're like you've got no idea yeah you have no idea what you're talking about okay yeah it's probably your intuition okay that's so really the next time it happens just be 
what what am I doing? What what situation am I in? What do I need to know? Yeah, because something's trying to tell me something right now. Yeah, that is a message. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Okay, so yeah, that's clear audience. Clairsentience is the feelings, the sensations. So we are getting nearer to the body feelings, the chills, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really common for people. Uh, Clairsent, so similar, but is smell. And this is the kind of thing you see on a film where the person, like, suddenly the room smells of roses. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit haunting, this idea. Room smells of roses. Um, Cigarette smoke is the other well-known one. So we kind of suggest that's to do with ghostly things. But it could be, again, that you're working on something and what's happening is that smells relevant. So, and if you, and it's a case of like, right, I'm smelling roses, what do I associate that with? You may go back to an ancestor. It could be ghostly in a in a nice way. Like this could be someone trying to support you right now. Yeah. Or it could just be like, what do roses mean to you? And you've just got to go with what that is. Yeah. And that is something actually that you, I don't know about you, but if I've ever been to one of those, I've only been to a few of them, those sort of psychic nights, Mm. And you have a psychic in a room full of people in like a spiritual church or something and they're connecting with somebody and they might say, and this is what immediately my mind flickers to because I, I think I must have seen this somewhere, is somebody saying, oh, um, okay, I can smell like a, a room full of cigar smoke and it's definitely my granddad or that's definitely yeah. my dad or whatever it might be. Um, and that's what I immediately flick to is that kind of, it's a very sort of psychic medium-y type of of Claire, isn't it? You know, when people say that. And it, the spirits would have communicated to the medium, mm. if they are good and they're doing their job properly, that to communicate to my loved one, this is the key. This is the yes. way in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they're doing is they know that person. So they know what information they need to get through. And they know that that medium's comprehension is such that they will know that a smell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Makes sense. So they're yeah. going through a third party, so they've got to work with that third party's brain logic sure. again and their senses to get through to their loved one. So it's very clever. It is. It's, I know it's way out there, but it's still very <laughs> cool. Very cool. Um, next funny one. Claire tangency I've never got that right this is not one I'm into I've tried it it's very cool and it's touching something and getting messages from it using that thing so anything one that I did in the class years ago was holding a watch yeah and the watch was my granddad's watch and trying to get information from that watch the energy the memories of that watch yeah yeah so again you see that a lot in the films where they're like something's a bit funny haunted but you could do that with um, a photo so if you're trying to connect to someone that's not with you and you're checking in maybe sending them love you could be holding a photo because it's got the energy of that person in that photo yes okay you can do that for people on this side and the other side yeah exactly so i could do it for you yeah cool (laughs) yeah okay uh claire i never say this right Okay, so we stopped for a second because I had a moment of not being able to say one of the Claire's because it's a weird one. So we are talking about the Claire related to taste and we're going to get the audio Google version of how we say it. Here you go, guys. Claire Augustine's. <laughs> I don't think that helps whatsoever, really, Claire does it? <laughs> Claire Augustine's. Claire Augustine's. <laughs> 
funny. Sorry. <laughs> to keep going it's just so funny <laughs> doesn't really help at all Claire Gustin's <laughs> is taste okay so by taste I would the thing that I think of the most is if you ever again it's in these horrible you see the metal and you taste metal in your mouth yes that's as far as I'm aware like for a lot of people it may not be for people like a negative is it yeah and a warning of a negative the metal taste yeah. Is that, why is that? What, it, do we have any idea as to why it I, would? I think because that's not a positive taste in your mouth. Yeah. Like, why would metal be in your mouth? Yeah. You know, it could be a bad filling or something like that. It's just not, yeah, not something you should be tasting. <laughs> it's as yeah. easy as that. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Well, on the flip side, in theory, you know, if you're thinking of a food that you like, but that's probably, if it's something like a food that you like, it's more likely to be a food that maybe a relative of yours used to cook and you're thinking of that relative. Okay. Like it could have cultural significance yeah, or something go. like that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's not that a common sense. one. No, I wouldn't ever really have even thought of that being a type of messaging, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say, in my experience, because I don't think that's ever happened to me, but I wonder if what does happen to people is they're trying to get messages and they think of their grand's food so it's so quick yes. they don't think of the food they go straight to the image of the food in their mind's eye okay but maybe it goes through that ability very quickly yeah does that make sense yeah it does yeah i get that okay. and then the so we've got claire and paths as well which i we both probably are or no we are which yeah. is uh someone else coming into your periphery and being able to identify their emotions not necessarily pinpoint a particular emotion but feel the vibe of that person it's so common that maybe you're with someone who's more negative and they bring your energies down and then the flip side someone very positive will bring your energies up yeah yeah and that again that's a topic for the future because empaths in particular have to be very careful about the energies they're working with because they're bringing in people's energy to read them they need to let that energy go yeah, absolutely. I know from experience that there are things that even on TV, I'm so sensitive to. So I don't watch things like Casualty. I don't watch anything that's um, that potentially is scary or somebody that is getting, you know, emotional about something because I feel it. And that's mm. even through TV. So when I'm talking to friends who are going through something really I don't know, something they deem quite negative and they're really sad about it, I can really take that on. Yeah. And as you say, you know, it's taken years to work out, but you have to get rid of it. Like, you have to recognise, oh, that's not mine. When you're in a pit of despair for three days and then suddenly you realise, oh, hold on, somebody else is in my energy or I've taken that as my energy and it's not. And it's just that I'm feeling it and it's not even mine. You know, that's it's such a big thing and it can really do us a kipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um because it's very suppressive and actually you're not being productive yeah. in that. So there's interesting flip side with empaths where you can take on a lot of information, you can read people really quickly, so you can read a room very fast. Definitely. But then there's also this um it's not narcissistic, it's too far, but we take on other people and we almost own it and become part of the problem instead of working from a place of helping that person. Because all we've done is weaken our own strength, yes. our own energy. So we need to create that separate 
Um, I understand, I sympathize, but I'm not going to take on that. You know, I'm going to give you back that energy. Now I've read the situation. Yeah. Because now I'm help- more helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that so, makes sense. But it's so common for empaths, like you said, to take it on, to not register, to just feel down for days, and then yeah. to go, oh, hold, hold on. This happened three days ago when I saw that person. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think you can be very in this world, very involved with all this stuff, and it still gets you. You're like, hold on, I thought I'd learned how to stop that happening. And then suddenly it happens again. Absolutely. So it's a real conscious thing. And then the final one is Claire Cognizant. Yeah. Which is the knowledges we were talking about, the knowings. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of a new one. And it is a bit different to the senses because it is a knowing that's kind of more cerebral to a point. And you do get that chemical reaction of feeling really positive but it's more of a brain function than the clairsentient, which is a more of a physical body reaction, like the um, cold arms, things like that. Got it. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. I have a question though. Can people have more than one Claire? Definitely. And I would say the official answer is probably something like you get the message in the way that suits the situation. So your body will use what it can So, yeah, do you remember we were saying earlier about how the mediums have to translate information? Yes. And the spirit will use what the medium knows and therefore would use any sense. Yes. So it could be smell, could be taste, but they're trying to communicate. And I think that's what is happening. Our bodies are using and maybe spirits are using what we can comprehend to get the message through so prime example I think I get knowings with my business yeah I just know the right way forward yeah and I wouldn't even comprehend some of the options they're just not an option yeah um in my in a group situation if I'm with my friends it's very empathic yes yeah straight away it's just group situations that are empathic for me I'm using the feeling of the other people in the room the room as a whole and I think that's also going a bit off topic When I run events, even online, I think there's a collective on an online group. There's just this interesting energy. You don't need to be in the same room as someone. You've just got to be deliberately connecting with people. And there's a similar energy. Do you find that exhausting? Sorry, this again, completely off topic. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes I think when we do take on, when we are empathic and we're in that scenario where there is a lot of people mm-hmm. and you do as you say you walk into a room and you can read a room and you know what's going on and you know you can feel that energy and mm. like do you personally find that quite exhausting or have you at a point now because you've been doing this for a really long time where you just know oh my god no I need to switch off and you just know it as a as something to do automatically I think when I'm in a room like I read a room anyway so I'm not a group person I'm a one-to-one person I deal with that energy so much better Mm -hmm. uh for a long time I thought I was introverted but I think what it is is the amount of energy you can take on yeah they say there are some people that can go into a room full of people and their energies rise mine fall quite quick and it takes about two or three days to be a happy normal like just me again yeah so it's more that it's more I'm going into I'm doing an a, a in-person workshop I'm putting myself in that situation I want to be giving to those people but I know the next two days I've got to be quiet 
Okay. So I don't know if I'm introverted or actually it's just, you know, you just, you have so much energy and you give it in that room and therefore you've got to go and recreate that energy again. Yeah, and replenish, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, out of all of those Claire's, Rachel, what ones do you think you've got? Definitely the empathic one. Mm. And definitely that sort of, that knowing. Which one is the knowing one? The knowing one is Claire Cognizant. Cognizant, yes. That's, I think those are the two for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure which is my, more of my strength. Maybe the knowing is probably more my strength than the empathic. But those are the two that really stand out for me. Uh, What about you? What are yours? Well, it's interesting you said that, though, because you're also a little bit clairvoyant if you're getting shapes when you shut your eyes. So that's one you can add. But it's probably not too useful for you yet because you're not sure what's been trying to be communicated. Yeah, I do. So that'll probably grow. Yeah. Okay, now you've said that because I don't really, yeah. I didn't really think that that was necessarily a thing. Um, but yeah, instead of yeah, instead of the lights, I get the shapes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm the same two as you. Plus my normal one. So when I deliberately connect, yeah. what I see is very bespoke, and I've never heard any. There must be other people that get this, but it took me so long to realise what was happening because it was so different to what you read in a textbook, which I. So I will journal, I will journal, write an answer, uh, write a question and I tap in to get the answer. And I think because I'm writing, I get almost a written answer in my mind. So I'm almost seeing subtitles. Wow. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. It's very cool. Yeah, it's clairvoyance in the fact I'm seeing something, but what I'm seeing is words. That's very cool. Yeah. And you said that about earlier, you know, you said you had sort of downloaded essentially a word that wasn't even in English you know it was an Egyptian word um and it had you know the relevant meaning etc etc but you wouldn't necessarily know and that was spelling it out that was letters and you know that's that I think is really interesting yeah it took a lot of time to so I do these courses with other people and I need to describe to them what, what I'm going through so they can associate with understand what they're going through and what intuition is working for them it took a long time to realize I'm seeing the words and not images yeah because I think when you see a what if you see a word home you start to visualize a word of a home so it's like what's happening and it's definitely the words and I literally see them write themselves out in my mind and of course then I'm writing them down yeah so I imagine that's why my intuitions decided right she likes words We'll give her words. Here's a bunch of words. And then it gets, like you said, it gets very annoyed with me when the word it wants to give me, I don't know. Yeah. And it just feels this busyness in my head that can't be released. Like a frustration. Yeah, it's like, come on, woman, you know, like, write it down. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so we've got there, I'm like, all right then. And actually that's how, so I've got the company Conscience Crystals. I didn't know what to call it. I was asking my intuition. And again, it was like, couldn't give me the word yes I know the word conscience but I couldn't I wasn't going there so I didn't know that so it wrote it out and I was like okay that's the word then that's what our business would be called yeah cool so we use that and I love quite a lot you use your intuition so much in your business you know whenever we talk about business and it's like when you say oh this is the time to reach out 
you know, this is the time. I know when it's time to make a reach out to somebody or contact somebody that I haven't spoken to for a little while about X, Y, Z. You know, I love that you use your intuition, which I suppose is considered, and you know, your psychicness essentially, which is considered a little bit woo-woo perhaps, for something that is so practical in the success of your business. Yeah, and that answers. Earlier on, you were asking me about when I get messages. Yeah. And that's key. So when I'm doing something and I get a intuitive hit yeah that is again it's words it's almost the audio but I'm thinking it yeah it's like someone in and again like I don't think I experience Claire audience because I'm presuming that's hearing a voice but maybe this is what I get but I think the line so I'm not seeing it this time but I think the phrase so maybe that is Claire audience is it like somebody's saying it it's a train of thought you that's okay okay is it like a message like a channeled message from some something like well, your intuition or what have you yeah an example so what you're talking about is we were like do we or don't we contact someone we decided not to hadn't we we were like not now not yet and then a few days later I was doing something completely different and I got contact her now yeah and that's what happens and that's another really interesting thing with intuition is be aware of that. You could be doing doing your job. You're just working, 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 doing your job. And then suddenly you get a completely random thought. That's the intuition butting in. And it's not relevant to what you're doing. And that's another way, like, be aware of those thoughts where you suddenly get, like, a real kind of obscure... I do get a lot, like, email this person, contact this person. And I could be doing my accounts. Yeah. So it's not relevant to what I'm doing at that moment in time. That is, when you realise that's happening, that is your intuition. And that's really interesting because that immediately makes me think of a point that you mentioned earlier about people who don't know when their intuition is essentially talking at them. So if you're, when you're a child and, you know, you get told, no, you know, that's, that's rubbish or you're making something up or what have you. And so you suppress your intuition or your knowing or your knowledge, um, channeling, whatever, um, but also how often are we doing things at work and suddenly we get one of those thoughts that pops into our head and then we just go, oh, that needs to go because I'm not concentrating enough or, oh God, that's a completely different tangent, put it out of my mind, um, you know, deal with that later. But actually, maybe that's not the approach to take. Maybe if you get something like that and it's maybe that is put in your mind for a reason yeah. and that's your intuition saying, no, do this now. Yeah. 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 Have I said to you in the past about so my uh shameful intuition work? I love is... this. I love this. Yes, you have to share this. <laughs> so it's not uncommon, but if I've gone out in London for some reason I go out on London on Fridays. So I'm going home with rush out <laughs> London rush hour people, had a few to drink. <laughs> Um, so not particularly so Friday night is not the time to contact businesses. That's the last thing they don't they want a weekend. And um, probably had one or two to drink. So not the best time to even be messaging professionally business. Okay, people are going to hear this and never want to work with us. <laughs> <laughs> Just realise. Or if they've received an email from you on a Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, if everybody works, they're probably like, gosh, she's really hardworking. <laughs> but yeah, so what happens is I'm sat in St. Pancreas Station on the train and I'm like, all right, intuition, who should we... So I found DMing people on Instagram... Again, this could be businesses going, that's why she did that. <laughs> um, 
works. If I ask my intuition what to do, so I've intuition, who should we contact? And I'm not kidding, we've contacted massive companies and I'm like, hi, if you ever want a crystal specialist, let me know. I would be very interested. The amount of them that reply with a yes when my intuition has named them, not me. And yeah, I do tend to do it on a Friday early <laughs> evening, <laughs> bit drunk. Um, and it works. And I, so in theory, that's the worst time possible to contact businesses, but you never know what's happening on the other end. And I think that's the key. Yeah. So when you get these hits of email such and such, it's probably because they're currently perfectly susceptible. And by that, I mean, they may be looking for you anyway. They, that, like, they've had a discussion that week of we need a crystal specialist, we need a nutritionist, whatever it is. And even if we don't hear from that person, this has happened in the past, even if we don't hear from that person right away, there could be a process going on that at least they now know about us and it's the right time for them to know about us for something to happen in the future. Okay. And that's happened. That's played out where I've DM people, got nothing, and I'm like, oh, well, that's weird because often thing now is a bit like I trust my intuition was too much I'm like why didn't that happen but it seems to it's beautiful it plays out in a really interesting way like I was saying to you I really really wanted to have a crystal pop-up shop in the center of London yes and I dm that company it was like yes brilliant but they were sent that it's another department a completely different part of London and I was like I'm still amazed and really grateful but one day I'd love central London went to that interview, did the pop-up, they suggested another one. So I've skimmed all the way around London, still haven't done the central one, but the last one, she was like, I'm about to go and move to be the marketing specialist in central London, do you want to do that one next? And I was just like, that's amazing. And does that also tie in with manifestation? I mean, we're going to talk yeah. about manifestation, I'm sure, you know, in a future podcast, but, you know, that you look at something and go, I really, really, I'm going to have that. Yeah. And you look at that and then, you know, six months later, you have that in a very weird way. But your intuition is obviously taking you down that path. Definitely. Amazing. Yeah. I think so. Because, yeah, we tracked back further. I was literally walking around with our graphic designer, Jodie, going, mm. one day I'd love to have a pop-up here. So we'd actually done a bit of manifesting as well. Yeah. But I think what's happening is all high vibe. Yes. When you're at that level where you're, everything's very positive, you've got the knowings, you know where you want to go the universe helps you in whatever way it can. So if it's using your intuition or just manifesting it, bosh, there you go. Yeah. It's all getting you there. Yeah. So high, showing people via this podcast how to live from that high vibe state. And if on the days they don't feel very high vibe, how to help them get back there, I think it's crucial. Yeah. To be, to get the goals in life that you want to get to. And it's kind of the... Uh, it's the aim of this podcast. It absolutely is. It's 100%. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, guys, and we're saying it in a really roundabout way, but we're enjoying <laughs> our first podcast, so that's all good. And we hope you are too. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, be aware that most people's perception of using their intuition is you will physically see, even like in the real world, you'll see things, you'll see visions. It's not that for everybody. If you... Like, if you go away today with one bit of knowledge, please open up all your senses. So when you want guidance, open up all your senses. And just by thinking, I open up all my senses. That's all you have to do. And see what happens to your body. Or even see where your eyes go. What do your eyes look at? And what does that mean symbolically? Yeah? Okay. 
I'm going to take that one as a bit of a challenge myself this week. And so when I get that weird noise in my ear or when I get yeah. the shapes or whatever it is, when I close my eyes, you know, I'm going to, I will, that's my little kind of commitment for this week is that I'm actually going to start really kind of noticing that stuff. Um, and if I get a thought whilst I'm doing my corporate gig, I might just quickly go, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it because maybe that's my intuition. So, Okay. Brilliant. And you'll share that on Instagram. Yes, I will. That's our plan is that we're going to give each other little tasks. Yeah. And then you guys can hear what happens in Instagram. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we'll see. I'm hoping for tickling in the ears. Okay. That'll be really interesting. So, and the other thing to say to that is, yeah, open up all the senses. So if you get the tickling in your ears, just start to ask what that means just be aware like is this good does this feel a good thing and it will be in context of what you're doing okay yeah it's probably a good thing but you never know so I don't want to put that idea for you particularly it's not a good thing if you are someone who's not getting visuals because obviously if you get visuals that's like picture speaks a thousand words it's quite easy to understand what's going on when you get visuals but if you are someone who's getting sense sense changes in your body Mm -hmm. It's a case of, do I, is this a good sense? Is this a yes, a positive feeling or a bad feeling? And you can use that as a yes, no. So it's harder to get lots of information, but you can start doing what I call secondary questions, which is like, should I quit my job? How does that feel in the body? Let's do that now. Should I quit my job? What does that feel like? So your face straight away is like, ooh. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. What the secondary question be? Why do I feel terrified? What does that feel like? Now, that actually feels a lot more expansive to me. It's like, because I think because it's a question. Yeah. And that's a little bit more like, well, why? Why do I feel like that? Like, what's the trigger for that? You know, do I love my job so much that actually giving it up would, you know, make me feel really, really bad, uh, potentially? Or, you know, is it a lack of money? Is it a, oh my God, what else would I do? You know, it, it does... Yeah, that's a more expansive question for me. Um, is but to then ask you've that presented. Why. So I've said why. Yeah. But you've presented lots of things that could be fears. So if you're someone who's getting yeses or nos, you could attempt all those fears, like financially, body. How do I feel? Yeah. Um, do I love my job? Mm, yes, no. And you yeah. can break down. It's it's harder, longer process than just getting an image being able to read it and see where you're going but there's nothing to say you can't get detail out of your senses yeah yeah it's just you've got to be very good at your yes no's be aware of your senses once you get an answer and you know it's yes or no if you want to ask more just work with yes or no's it's a process but you're by tapping into your intuition over time it it's almost like you've welcomed it in and I bet you'll start to get more detail other senses will start to open up yeah okay yeah so that's what I would suggest. I mean, Rachel, you're going to do it. You're going to go away and see what happens in the next week. And then you're going to let us know I on will good do. old Insta. I will do. And then the next time we do one of these, or I'm focusing back on intuition, I'm going to do some practical techniques for you guys. And the, the, one of them is called the sway test. And I would hope everybody can work with their intuition with the sway test. And I'll do some other techniques as well. That's amazing. Gemma, thank you very much. Can we just remind people to rate, review and subscribe to our podcast? If you felt that this is helpful or enjoyable, please do rate us, review and subscribe. And of course, if you have 
any feedback that you want to give if you've got any ideas for any future podcasts we'd love to hear from you we have a website uh, modernsoulspeaks.com and obviously we have our instagram handle modernsoulspeaks so do get in touch with us we would love to hear your feedback thank you very much everyone bye bye